but I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Potts. Well, I'm usually joined with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, Super Hot Potts, but he's out today, and I'm joined with Track World News, Colin Waitsman, to really talk about everything at the World Athletics Championship. This is a big collab. You feel me? It's a big collab. Two black runners, Track World News. This is cool. And we're on the IG Live at Track World News as well. I want to advertise, too. We'll be here for the next 45 minutes. If you want to join us, just chill out as we talk track. And if you want to come on to the podcast, you get a free shirt, you get a free Under Armour swag, and we're really just we, we really just trying to just talk track for about the next 45 minutes. But Colin, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing great, man. This World Championships has been absolutely amazing. We've had back to back to back Bad to way. back to back <laughs> amazing days this entire championship. It's just been super amazing to watch. My first time here in Eugene. And so really kicking it off with the bang. I mean, we got a lot of great stuff to talk about. And to get in in 45 minutes or less is going to be tough. But I'm sure we'll do it. No, for sure. We'll definitely get into everything. And like I said, we encourage people to come on to the podcast. Like, I want to chat with you. You want to come on and talk? We can talk a little bit about track. No? No? You're just going to laugh? Come on. Come on. Come oh, through. Wait, come wait, through. Come right through. Come on. Come? Let's come. Let's Up talk here? track. Talk track, talk my guy. Track. Let's talk track. Talk track. Let's talk track. Oh, yeah. he's, he's more Yeah, let's go. Come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> Yeah, we really just want to talk. I, I think first thing uh, we would love to talk about is 4x1. But come through, come through, come through. Four yeah, one. most definitely. Let's talk about the women's 4x1 because I was the biggest upset. If that's what you, wait, first off, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey, how's it going? I'm Maggie. I'm from D.C. From D.C., the DMV. That's right. Hey, doing your thing. How, how are you joining the World Championships real quick? Let's start right there. Uh, crazy awesome. I, as you said, every day I keep thinking this is the best day, and then it just, like, keeps topping it. So I've been here the whole week. Uh, leave tomorrow. Really sad about that about leaving or just uh, <laughs> about the whole experience coming to an end you know yeah, yeah, about yeah. leaving too yeah, yeah. Um, but excited to see what the rest of the summer is going to bring for some of these athletes mm -hmm. no it definitely is going to be exciting let's start with the women's four by one i think probably the biggest oh, upset yeah. of the meet you can probably say maggie just what was your first impression of tt terry getting that baton <laughs> and beating sharika jackson that's like, right that's crazy. the whole stadium was on fire like i loved hearing that i loved being in that energy i was around the far turn under the big screen so i got to see the legendary jenna third leg yeah um in person and so uh really just stepped it up it was really cool did she grab tt's hand again and give her i looked for that you know um it, it certainly looked like it worked out really okay. super smooth yeah. silky smooth uh really proud of them yeah, I was in a similar position too. I was right on that curve. Like you couldn't have had a more direct angle of the handoff yes. with in between those two. And the all the handoffs look real crispy for the women. Like yeah. they all had their stuff locked in. You can tell that relay camp that they did two weeks ago paid off. The chemistry was on point. And uh, they were able to bring it home against an extraordinarily talented Jamaican team. I mean, whenever you can beat the Jamaicans in a four by one, it's time to celebrate because they are so legendary in the sprinting world. And you know, all four of them put together four great legs uh, to bring home gold for the first time here in the United States. What I really want to talk about the women's four by one too is like the women's U.S. sprints as a whole, because as we've seen, the men's sprints have been dominant. Yeah. Eleven medals, eleven individual medals they have gotten over these past what eight days now. Last year at the Olympics, they only got five. Last at the Olympics, the women only got five, two in the individual medals. But individual medals, the women have only gotten two this year with Sidney McLaughlin and Dala Muhammad. But now getting the upset in this in this uh, four by one relay, just Maggie, what do you feel like the future of the U.S. women's sprints really looks like? As we have a young team that yeah. beat a legendary Jamaican four by one team, that's it at least. It's bright, it's young. It knew it was on home turf and it uh, delivered when it counted. So I'm, it's only going up from here. Colin. 
Yeah, uh, the women's sprinting is really starting to you know come into its own. I mean, it has been for a while, but it's great to see that it's a lot of young talent uh, on yeah. this Formula One. Like, what well, we had two college kids, or I guess recent college kids, <laughs> now that they're pro, you know, handing off to each other. Uh, and we know that there's a lot more down the pipeline when it comes to the, the women's sprinting. And so we had all different generations kind of in that relay. Uh, and I feel that we're going to be in really good hands moving forward uh, as we're getting many of these athletes to start to come into their prime because they're not even there yet. Yeah. So it, it should be great. And I think we'll definitely get back to the women's 4x1 too. But Maggie, I just want to talk about your experience at the World Championship championships as well. Uh, one of the questions I want to ask people when they come up, like what athlete or what thing has inspired you the most so far just being at the world championships? You know, I'm coming at this from more of a distance runner background, as you can tell, got the Bowerman Tri Club uh, gear going yeah. on. Um, but Kara Winger, the javelin thrower yesterday, just like getting on the podium with her last throw of the night, um, I think getting more into the field events and learning more about their stories uh, has been something that I took away from this experience that I definitely wouldn't have had I just been sitting at home watching on TV. Yeah, it's really it's really not the same seeing the field events right. on TV right. compared to being in-house, hearing the clap. Like, the clap is insane for, <laughs> yes. for everybody. Like, I just don't know. I just... There needs to, we just need to figure out a way that we can translate that on the TV and yeah. like track and field will take over. You know what I mean, Colin? Yeah. Uh, the experience of a track meet live is very different than the experience yeah. of a track meet on TV because I think half of the experience is what's going on in the stands. Yeah. Like if you're like, you didn't know, like there were fans cheering, going crazy. You hear the, the Jamaicans with the Vuvuzuelas. Like it all is just makes like, you get the personality of not only the athletes on the track, but the fans in the atmosphere. And I feel that's what actually can capture, you know, a track. I and mean, it's hard to do that because you know, you're focused on the meat when it comes to TV, but yeah, it's, it's really been a cra crazy experience. This, this world championship. And then one more Maggie before I let you go and like with your experience, World Athletics Championships, experience everything. Like people say that track and field like is a dying sport in a way. Does this give you hope though with, with being here? I think we, there's a lot of lessons learned about uh, some of the coverage that we saw here, but um, with some of the great stories, you know, like with Noah Lyles coming from the DMV area, like just seeing him electrify the whole uh, field. I think there's a lot of <laughs> excitement there, of course. Um, but I would like to see more of that mainstream coverage, right? Like, yeah. where's the breaking news about Sydney last night? Where are the, uh, the trending videos, you know, just outside of the track bubble on Twitter? I think that's where we're going to, where we need to see some more uh, progress. Yeah, most definitely. But thank you, Maggie, for oh, joining us. Oh, man, this us. is we awesome. Really yeah, appreciate really appreciate you. it. We also got some free gear for you as well. We got an Under Armour uh, headband. Look at this. Hell yeah. Medium, large shirt, a two black runner shirt we got for you, hey. too. Outstanding. That's a medium or large? A medium would probably medium. be good. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Thank you. Take care, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Come, come on. on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Screaming, <laughs> screaming, Jamaica. Right we got to get you on. Either right way. Here. Right either, there. Either works side. Here. You decide what you want. What's your name? Where are you from? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? What's good evening. Yeah. I'm Raymond. I'm from Jamaica. You're from Jamaica? Yeah. Made the flight over. Yeah. There we go. Oh, there, there we go. go. That's what's up. Came over last week at the start of the, the games. Yeah. Just how, how are you enjoying the world championship so far? I mean, it's been good. Nah, not as, I mean, for the last few games, we Jamaicans have been really doing well, but not so much this time, you know. Had some mishaps and stuff, but we're still enjoying it, you know. Can't expect to win everything all the time. What was just your, what was your initial impression of that women's 4x100? Because U.S., I, I, to be honest with you, I thought Jamaica was going to win. I Same. thought, like, yeah, I was all like, we, like, our team's really young, we have a bright future, but, like, like you said, like legends, legends on that team, but be able not to get in that is 
look at our men's team. Our men's team were legends, but it doesn't happen on that day. Right. I mean, if I'm, if I'm to be honest, I'll say I was shocked. Yeah. At the start. But then, yeah, yeah I mean, things happen. And uh, I think we had some faulty changes around the, 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 the um, throughout the race. So I think, I mean, second, if you come second at the world championship, you st should still be really, really yeah, happy. Yeah, but yeah. I think because of the persons that are in the race, you start thinking like this one is a must. Just like you're saying, the U.S., you'd think it's, it's a must that they will win the men's four by one. But it's, that's why it's the relays. You have to go around that yeah, and, make, yeah. and make it work, mm -hmm. right? You know your nation's really talented when you sweep and you have the top two and it's kind of an off year. <laughs> that, that's how you know it was. Like, it was even bad this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you know, I mean, you know, you're not getting much from the men. You know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, men, yeah. not much from the men. The ladies, oh my goodness, the ladies are doing very well. You know, they have, uh, and even in there, you're still dropping some medals as well. You know, if you look back at the the hurdles, mm. Hansel Parchment, you'd think well, that was a sure. Yeah, at, I was thinking gold. I yeah. didn't see Holloway beating him. You know. So well, I, I did, I did. I, I saw them, I saw them beating him, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah I, I, we I were, were counting that as a goal, medal, yeah. you know. So for him to to get injured in the warm up, that was disappointing yeah. for us as well. So, you know, and then I mean, we, it's not over. Yeah, but you still what, got yeah. Natoya coming coming yeah. tomorrow in mm -hmm. the eight. You got uh, four by four. The Jamaican women look good in the four by four. Yeah, is it, is it is it Anderson in the one yeah, hundred hurdles? Yeah. yeah, in the one hundred mm -hmm. hurdles as well. So you do got people coming, and then I want to talk about Oblique Seville as well. He plays fourth in the hundred. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at his manager down there, you know, and smiling. He's hiding. But yeah, Oblique is is is, well. is one for the future. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, uh, how old is he? He's young. I think he's what twenty. 21. twenty-one. Yeah, Oblique is twenty-one. It's his like his his breakout year. No, but he was. He, he he was in the, I think he went to semifinals in the Olympics last year. Yeah. So 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 he's he's he's, he's improving every year. So look out for him. And see, you feel like he's that next. He's gonna be that leader in that next wave of men Jamaican stars because Johan Blake is definitely on the back end coming off, and Oblique is he's he's leading the way in a way. I mean, you I want to be optimistic, but because it's so early, I don't want to put that pressure on him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to say that we have a, we have I, I see two guys this year, Akeem Blake. Yeah. Oblique Seville, those two guys look really, really promising. So let's see if um, the next, by say 2024, these guys get to the top of the game. Yeah, that, that was my prediction was that Seville and Blake are going to be problems by the time you get to 2024 because that's when they're going to start being their prime. And so they're going to be, you know, challenging for the, those medals, challenging for that gold. And it's always great when you have Jamaicans at the top and United States at the top when it comes to sprinting because yep. the rivalry is just so much fun. Oh, uh, man. I, I you, the rivalry is, is in the people as well. Not, yeah, not yeah. The yeah exactly. When they're sitting in the stadium, it's like a, it's a divide. You know, it's the U.S. and Jamaicans. You feel it. It's, it's, it's physical almost, you know? Yeah. yeah. That, that people, the people really take the rivalry serious. I mean, you... I tell you, Jamaicans were cheering for Canada. Yeah, yeah, I know. Literally, <laughs> people like behind a gold me medal. were so hyped when Andre de Carras came across that line. I was like, dang, I was just there. I couldn't even look around. Like, I'm like, oh, man, we, we lost that. But that is, that rivalry is definitely real. But I'm, I'm really interested in this perspective from you because definitely in the U.S., like, track community, people always keep on talking about, like, track and field is a dying sport, you know, in a way. And I like, we need to up the entertainment. We need to do this to keep track and field alive. But, like, then Jamaica, especially, like, you go to the high school championships, it's, it's Bro, lit. don't go it's high lit. school. No. Kids at two years old have championships <laughs> in Jamaica. I mean, but high school is where you get to the top. But 
as they hit the school by three, there is like a basic champs. Then there is primary champs. Then there is champs everywhere for kids, right? So only baby champs we need to have now. <laughs> but, but, but we take it really serious. It's, the, it's our number one sport, obviously. So we, we a lot of it and we're we passionate about it. Do you feel like track and field can get to another level or do you all like it? It's, it's, it hey, is at that hey, level. Hey, following too. those bold years, there's a lot of catching up to do. Bold yeah. took this thing to another level, yeah? Mm. Where stadiums were being sold out just to see one man. I mean, that never happened, well, not in my lifetime, where athletics was that on the, the map, you know? So for us to get back there, it's going to take a lot. You're going to need some... I mean, you're seeing it, you know? The good performance will bring the crowds, mm. yeah? So, but Bolt took this, this sport to a level that... It will take years for us to get back to that, yeah. that point, yeah? Mm -hmm. Noel Lyles seems to be a guy with that kind of a flair. Yeah. You know, just need the love of the people now, you know, because what Bolt had was love everywhere. Yeah. It was a mm -hmm. worldwide love, not just Jamaica or in the Caribbean or so, but everywhere, you know, so Noel need to get that kind of a, you know, endearing spirit where people mm -hmm. are drawn to him like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that Usain Bolt had that one love, you could say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah uniting, you know, he, he was a man for the world, yeah. But I really do appreciate you coming through with us as well. You can get a free shirt as well if you would like one. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling with three other people, though, you know, so if I only go with one shirt, they're going to be, you know, I'm going to be in trouble. I don't know why I give all three. I don't know why I give all three. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Mount Sack, Sack Dogs. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you, you so much. I appreciate it, man. Awesome. Oh, thank nice you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, cool. And one more. Right here, right here, right here. Oh, one more. Got you. There you go. Pack and everything like that. But we're here to Two Black Runners podcast live at Under Armour Mission Control just for about the next about 40 minutes, really talking about track and everything like else. We would love to join for you to join us on the podcast and talk about track. Yeah. Come oh, you were here yesterday. I'm talking about, talking about oh, you, the green shirt right there. Join us on the podcast. We would love to have you. Well, no? 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 Ah. No? Oh. <laughs> what else did you want to talk about in, in just track and field from, the, from this day, Colin? Uh, so we talked about the, the women's 4x1. I feel it's only fair to talk about the men. I know for the U.S., you it mentioned hurts. touch. It's, it's a little heartbreaking. It hurts Painful. a little bit. Can we get your initial thoughts on what happened and then I can I can break down what I kind of saw for for the men's four by one what the first thing uh Christian Coleman ran a great leg and then he ran up on Noah Lyles and I was all like is this the start you know mm -hmm. like is this our, like he ran up on Noah Lyles just a little too much I don't know if Noah didn't get out hard enough or what what happened but he ran up on Noah a little bit too much and I was like oh dang and then Noah gets to, to Elijah Hall. Elijah Hall runs pretty good leg, but I'm like, it's still really close right now. Why is it close? Mm -hmm. Like, we ran so good yesterday. And then, the, then when Elijah Hall handed off the brace, I was like, are we even in the zone right now? And Elijah Hall fell to the ground. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then Andre DeGrasse like ran super well. And so the first two reactions I had afterwards were like, dang, like it's happened again. I thought we were gonna get gold. But then I was also like, Man, I'm so happy for Andre DeGrasse. Like, he was having a rough World Athletics Championships. And then Neon Lee, his, his wife, like, missing, falling earlier this morning, too, yeah. in the 100 meter hurdles prelims. I bet it felt like it feels like such a big load off his shoulders to be able to get that victory. But 
you know, it, definitely a lot of hurt too, a lot of hurt, you know. Yeah, if, I, if I'm looking at the positives, so positives on the uh, side for Canada, yeah, feel good for Andre de Grasse. He's been battling this year, whether it be with injuries or, or whatever it might be. And so definitely feel good for him. Uh, obvious, and obviously you mentioned with Niali going down, I'm sure it feels good for, you know, the, the couple to bring home, you know, bring home some uh, hardware, some, some hardware there for sure. Um, then on the other side of things, you know, yeah, like like you're saying, it was it was tough looking at how the handoffs like it seemed like it was just progressively not going our way. And like yeah. like you said, I was like, okay, you ran up on Noah Lyles a little bit. I'm like, that's fine. Like we're still in a good position. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be a problem. And it looked like the the handoff from Lyles to Hall was, was pretty good. I wasn't I wasn't upset with that. And then I was right next to where that third handoff was in between Hall and Bracy. And man, they. They passed it like a four by four handoff. Like he had to like turn, <laughs> turn around. around. And, I was the second I saw that I was like, all right, it's done. Like you're the, the I know Andre de Grasse is not may not be at a hundred hundred percent, but it's still Andre de Grasse. And like he like the thing that he does is he ends up finding a way. And you know when you when you have those bad handoffs, you like it's it's tough to it's tough to come back. And it's like, come on, where was this? Why didn't we do the same stuff we did in prelims? It was the same crew, so we don't have the excuse of... That's what I'm wondering. Like, it was the same crew, you know? Like, yeah. I, I, we were talking about this earlier when we did this on Sunday, and I'm all like, bro, like, they had the most pressure, like, on them, for sure. I, I felt like it definitely got relieved. I don't think they were on the line feeling that pressure. Definitely after running so well, definitely off the sweep, I feel like the pressure was off. But, like, going into this, they definitely – the, we were talking to Christian Coleman about this at Mount Sac, bro. No. Like, when he ran a 4 by one there and we brought it up to him. Like, they've been talking about this all year to try and redeem from last year. So, like, there definitely was a lot of pressure on it. But Silver is still it's still great, you know. It's still, it's still great, you know. But this, we expected so much after that U.S. men's sweep. Yeah, uh, I'm sure all of these guys are, are definitely upset with the fact that it's like, hey, I mean, everyone is. Like, if you are if you were not Team Canada, you were upset because you wanted to win. Well, if you're <laughs> Team Jamaica, you're overjoyed as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, if you're Jamaica, you might be still pretty pretty excited as well. But it's like er everyone, you know, wants to come in and win, and it's it's tough when U.S. is, you know, you, you do the sweep. You have guys that are on the podium. You have, you know, pe several people that are running sub nine, nine, nine eights, nine yeah, nines. Yeah. Like, you have the fastest group of four in there, and – your handoffs are fantastic. You got the American record holder, you know, right there, the world record holder in the 60. You have so many records Crazy. on that relay. And then to <laughs> think you end up losing by .02 and it just doesn't go your way because of handoffs once again. It wasn't like you just flat out got beat. That'd be one thing, just flat out got beat. But, I mean, Canada's been running the same 4x1 four by, four by team since 2016. They've had the same four guys since 2016. We have not ran the same four guys back-to-back -back ever yeah. in the United States. That just shows it's, a, it's about chemistry. It's not just about speed. And that's what I thought we were going to get, but we're the Two Black Runners podcast live here at Under Armour Mission Run House. We would love for you to join us on the podcast, gentlemen, in the tan hat right there, the tan fedora. We would love for you to join us. No? Okay. No. Nope. Um, Dang. Anyone else want to join us on the Under Armour? Here at Under Armour Mission Run House, it definitely has been a great weekend at the at the at the World Championships. And I think today, what really surprised me in the women's four by four hundred meters was all like Allison Felix coming back. Allison Felix pulling a Tom Brady coming back, <laughs> running one more lap around the track. But and my question to you is that Allison Felix went out there ran a fifty sixty one, the fastest split out of the U.S. team. Mm -hmm. Do we bring her back tomorrow? Like. Just one more, Allison. Why not? All right, listen. So there's there's two answers to this. There's the should they, and then there's the will they. <laughs> should they, 
I mean, so right now you've got Sydney McLaughlin who, who should be on it. Yeah, yeah. A thing mo. I know she has the 800 20 minutes before, but it's still a thing mo. You have Dalia Muhammad, and then, I mean, I know she ran faster than Talitha Diggs, but you got you got Talitha like you have other people that placed higher than her, and it's like to give it to Ali. Allison Felix, I think it would be a little more of like, it's the name. I think she's still going to give you a good leg. Like, she's still going to give you some good times. But I think it's, I, I think it's going to be tough. But yeah. they're, I feel they're going to because it's like, hey, close out your world championships. Let's get you a million medals. But if it, if it was up to me, if I was the coach, I'd be like, no, we're, we're picking somebody else. I might have to go with Steiner, run her back off that 100. I, it was <laughs> Bianca Knight who just tweeted out earlier today talking about how, like, she wants the U.S. 4x400-meter women to, like, they want them to run. Like, let the young girls, like, run. Let them get those experience. Even, mm -hmm. is, even if it is a loss, what I think she was really alluding to, like, let them get that experience and, like, having – that was getting that, that pressure of always going into that final because that's what it's going to be, essentially. You know what I mean? They're going to have to be in these finals soon enough. Like, you're not always going to be able to bring in Superman into the rescue. As, well, I should say Wonder Woman into yeah. the rescue every single time when it, when it happens. But, I, I, like, it would be tight to have her come through again. Like, it would be cool, Colin. Like, it would be cool. Definitely just because when, when you look at it, bro, when she gets the baton, like, Hayward Phil oh, turns into – it turns into Jerry World, bro. <laughs> It turns into Cowboy Stadium. It turns into Super Bowl. It turns into Rolling Loud. Like, yeah. that's what it turns into when she gets the baton. Like, it is exciting. It, like, and, and it's just great, too, because the mixed relay, she got ran down by Paulino. And, like, now to get this. So, it, it, it would be cool, though, just to end it on this note, just to be all like, all right, that's good. Book and great race. Like, perfect ending. But I don't know. She may have to come back tomorrow because man, here. Yeah, I mean, like, I can definitely see it happening now. Like, after what she just did today i can see it but like after like before she ran this for prelim of the four by four i didn't see it as like a thing i thought like you know based off that mixed relay you know i i just didn't see it as you know her being able to come back and do the four by four this gave me a little bit more hope a little bit more light with how well she did run and the fact that he is she is such a massive name so i'd say if i were to put like a percentage wise on it i bet you it's like 75 80% chance that she runs it. I bet you that right now there's a better chance than not that she does because of her name, because of what she ran. I think it's going to be up to her. I think she's yeah. going to be able to say like, "Hey, I do want to do it or I don't." I don't think it's going to be anybody else kicking her off or, or putting her on if she doesn't want it. It's going to be interesting for sure. That's definitely an uh, event that we're going to be looking to. 4x4 is always interesting to close out the day, especially. And let's talk about the men's 4x400 as well. But I got to remind you, if you want to come on to the Two Black Runners podcast, you can go ahead and do that. You will get a free shirt. You'll get some free Under Armour gear. You want to come up, my man? Yeah, let's come come through. Come, come through, bro. Up. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about, man? That uh, shirt on the street, by the way. <laughs> Maybe second, actually. Maybe second. <laughs> What's your name? Where are you from, bro? Uh, my name is Nate Wainer. Uh, I'm from Philadelphia. Okay. Philly? Philly? Let's go! <laughs> Shout out! Where in Philly? Uh, where in Philly? Uh, right outside West Philly. West Philly? Love that. West Philadelphia, Shout out born and raised. Shout out Philadelphia. On the playground? Shout out Philadelphia. You spent most of your days? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> you have me. Yes, sir. <laughs> what did you enjoy about the World, World Athletics Championships today, my man? What did I enjoy today? Uh, I love the 4x4. Neither. I'm a huge 4x4 fan, so I love watching that. Yeah. Um, 4x1s, I, I mean, again, I love relays. I love watching, like, four people get together, like, put it out there. So, yeah. What do you think about the men's 4x4 team? Like, we, we, we look dominant. Anything else? Do we need to change up the team? Like, how do you feel? Are we about to break the world record? Like, what's going to happen next, tomorrow? All right, so my thoughts definitely have to change up the relay a little bit. I think Grant Holloway 
I mean, the, that dude's so talented. Like, come on, we can't put him. That'd be tight. We, mm. we got to put him out there, right? Um, Bassett is like good, but I mean Noah Lyles too. Like, we have to, we have to, you have to at least flirt with the idea of putting him out there. Him and uh, Grant because they're just so good. Yeah, Grant has been just. I mean, what he did in college back in 2019 has been amazing. Uh, I just remember seeing him doing the four by four long jump, hundred, one ten hurdles. I mean, I, I mean he was doing like the heptathlon in in high school. Like the dude's mad at mad athletic, mad crazy. I think. Unfortunately, I think he's back in Virginia. I think he just went back home. Uh, yeah, but I wish, like, if he was still here, I would. He said, he said in the podcast that he is like the sixth man of the year. He's like the fifth man. Like, yo, whenever you need somebody for whatever it is, I'm there. Uh, when it comes to you know being a good relay dude. Sad that he's not. He's still here to do that. Yeah. Because that dude is so talented. Yeah, right. he's great. Um, he's crazy. There's just there's just some people out there that are just so talented that should, you know, do it. Yeah. Whether they're a hundred ten meter hurdler. 100-meter guy or not, Noah Lyles is another guy that I think should totally think about running the 4x4. That would definitely be interesting. I would be up for it to bring more just stars on it. It would be, it would be cool. I think especially, though, once, once we get Michael Norman on there, like I don't think USA, like we're untouchable at, at that point. Once we put Mike on that team, I think Elijah Godwin is like, he's running very, very well, bro. Like yeah. Elijah Godwin is running like good every single time he gets the stick in his hand especially so like usa like we're looking totally unbeatable in that event like it's yeah. it's not it's not gonna happen well anything can happen but you feel me like you know i'm saying nothing's going anything might happen. it sucks that we don't have rye in there it would have been great to have the you know the michael norman to rye benjamin chemistry going on uh because you know they're such great friends such great training partners but he he went out after the four under hurdles he said he's he's going to be done for uh with this but uh we should still be seeing some great um you know people coming through when it comes to the the four by four no, yeah, it's definitely going to be exciting. And Nate, I want to ask, I also asked you, I want to ask people too when they come up here, like, what got you into running? Because I feel like coming into the come to the world championships is not a, what an average uh, track runner does in high school. You feel me? Like, a lot of average track runners or cross country runners or sprinters, like, they don't know about the sport as much. Like, when was the moment that you're all like, dang, like, I love, like, the sport, the entertainment side of track and field? That's a that's a big question, you know. It's kind of deep. Um, it's kind of deep, bro. I like deep questions. That's a though. deep question. You're you're asking things that are like getting deeper than just surface level. Um, for me, you know, I got into running in in middle school and high school. My mom was kind of like, "Yo, you got to get out of the house in high school. Like, you can't hang around here." So I got into it, and then uh, high or high school, like late high school, early college, got into it. Just like fell in love with running. Yeah, you yeah. know. Got into it in college. Was like, man, I love like lifting, love working out, love that grind. Um, so that's what did it for me. When, when did you like start uh, following like the sport more, like knowing about the Grant Holloways and the Michael Normans and stuff like that? College, college was like the time where I really got into it. Um, just like learning about the the people like Grant Holloway. You talk about Michael Norman, like those people that are just like high end level people. Um, you just like start to love track and field. Like you're you're watching people like get out of the blocks and you're just like yo like that guy's got it yeah um that was what did it for me in college um so yeah like D three athlete guy that just loved watching like the grind of of guys in D one Chez especially oh, oh my god yeah Man. <laughs> yeah coming through got, coming through got, got, a, got, a, question. got a question oh dang got a you question. can stay for Nate. oh I can stay go. yeah yeah you can stay you can oh, stay yeah you why stay. not where's your name where's you from and then what's your question. My name's Joel Lyons. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, my, my buddy's down there. You know, we were, we were talking about uh, Allison Felix and the, and the 4x400. My, my question is, doesn't 
the runners who run in the prelim, they get a medal if they so she could already get a medal if the if the team tomorrow wins right yeah so I think it does sound like it, it might be good to let some of the younger ones like y'all were saying mm -hmm. you know you know run the next round but th that was the main question was that uh, yeah uh, yeah yeah so if you're as long as you're on the relay it doesn't matter if you're prelims finals as long as you compete at some point uh, then you're able to get a medal. So the people that are on the relay pool, they don't get it if they if they don't run. But if you step foot on the track and then your team ends up getting the medal, you're you're getting the yeah. you're, you're taking yeah. home tomorrow. So right? yeah. yeah, you could actually have eight different uh, eight people getting medals yeah. if they if they wanted to, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. One, uh, one, should I ask the decathlon question? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm down for the decathlon question. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I'm all for the decathlon. All right, so in the scoring on the decathlon, yeah. say, say two, uh, two participants clear the same height, mm -hmm. but on the previous, previous height, you know, one got it in their first time, and the other one got it, it took them three times to do it. Is the point, point difference for those two? Yeah, so uh, actually the fun facts on this for a little bit. One, yes, the, question, the, the points are the same, so it'll, it'll go uh, back okay. as scoring the same points. But one thing that is interesting, if it ends up being an exact tie, so if after every single event it goes back to a tie, they go back to the last event, and they can. And if somebody had less mistakes, uh, that person can end up winning if it is a if it is a tie at a championship. Okay. So that it, but for but that never happens. Like it's very very rare that you'll see a complete tie at the end of ten events. Right. Uh, but yeah. So if if you get on your third attempt every single time, and someone gets on their first attempt same every point. single time, same, same points. points. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. It doesn't seem fair because we know that in the. Uh, in the high jump, it's not that way, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. In the open high jump. But. Yeah. Anyway, appreciate it, you guys. Yeah, no. Hey, you, want, you want a shirt? A free shirt? Oh, yeah, I'd love one. Oh, yeah. most, definitely, most definitely large, extra large. Uh, 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 we'll get a large. Is it cotton? Yeah, yes. Cotton. Oh, oh. Yeah, one here. Hey, there's yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. It's actually my 33rd anniversary, and I know Ooh. my wife down there would love one too. Is there any way you can get Whoa, a second one? We're at the 33rd anniversary. Hey man, hey, 33rd? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. A medium, maybe? Yeah, hey, hey, we switch it up. We'll switch it up okay. right here. All right, you guys are great. Can I take a whole box? I'm going. Hold the box or something. Hold the whole box. Yeah, can I take a whole box? Yeah, I don't the whole box. I don't know about the whole box. But, uh, what are you most excited for? Uh, are you staying here for tomorrow? I'm, I'm staying here for tomorrow. We're going to come out and watch the, uh, the evening session tomorrow. What are you most excited for tomorrow? What event? Then I'll let you go, Nate. The, the, so the 4x4 is my, oh, like, four by four. my favorite event. It, as I said earlier, I love four guys getting together to, to race an event and like yeah. put it all out there. Yeah. Um, so as I, I, I'm going to walk off here, what, do, what, what got you guys into track and field at this high level? I love that question. There oh, well, I started running when I was five years old. So, like, I have three older brothers. They all did club track and everything. So right when I got into the sport, it was kind of like, dang, it's like a, it, was, it was like it was a sport. Like, I seen that I, my brothers can be good at this. But then it was also like this is entertainment to me because I was like eight years old watching 2008 Beijing. Like, this dude, uh, Usain Bolt runs 969. My brother's doing the worm afterwards, super excited on the floor. Like we were going crazy. So it was always just an entertainment and sport to me. And then as you just got like, when I was growing up, like I was just thinking like, dang, I want to be a pro athlete. As other kids were like, I want to be a pro track and field athlete. Other kids were like, I want to be LeBron and everything. Like I'm trying to be Dwayne Solomon. I'm trying to be 
uh, David Radisha. Like, that's who I was trying to be. I was trying to be, like, those 800-meter runners. So that's really – I got into the sport just really young age. So, so you watched 969 and then watched your brother do the worm, like, across, yeah, like, so the we living were, room floor? We were hyped. We were it – was, it was insane. I remember, like, that was – that's my first memory of, like, really – like love, like watching TV and like falling in love with the sport. Like that nine six nine was that, insane. That's absurd. Cause <laughs> like just your brother be like, all right, I'm gonna do the worm. Cause we watched a nine six nine hundred meter. Bro, it was crazy. It's it nuts, was crazy. Why, why would you ever else see a nine six nine, bro? Yeah, I was uh, actually the kind of the opposite way. So I didn't start running track until middle school. So I tried out for the baseball team, seventh grade, got cut. Uh, still to this day, I think it's uh, there were some politics involved. I'm never going to let that go. You. They played you. They Colin. played me. I should have been on that team. Uh, but so didn't I got cut there. Ended up running track. Started to really like it uh, in high school. Uh, I found out that there was this event called the pole vault. I was like, oh, that's cool. You get to you know land on that giant fluffy mat. I want to do that. And so uh, ended up trying that out. Started going well. Ended up you know doing pretty successfully. Got to run in college and then. Uh, over the years just was like oh this is like really cool and really fun like you're getting the true test of athleticism because all sports are kind of based off of some aspect of track and field and so that kind of got me interested in it and then just kept snowballing until you know here we are today we so we run for fun and other teams run for punishment yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. I've, I've said that too many times <laughs> i appreciate you Nate. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you guys man. so much appreciate my guys thanks for coming man Thank you. You guys have a great rest of your day. Philly proud. Philly proud. Let's go. Go birds, man. Come on. Gino's. Gino's. (laughs) Gino's are the best? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if Gino's. It's a little overhyped. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been to Philly. I need need to go. I need to go. (laughs) But we are here, the two black runners, here at Under Armour Mission Run House, doing our thing. I'm Joshua Paz, joined with Colin Waisman, Track World News. If you would love to join us on the podcast and talk some track, I see you. I see well, you right there, father son, fa- father daughter duo. Come on, come on to the, up? come on to the podcast. No, father son duo. Oh, no, we got, oh, no, come oh, through. Right here, right here. Who wants to join? Grant. All right. Anyone else want to come on to the, come on to the podcast and really talk about what we're live here at the Two Black Runners podcast? What's up, Sean? What's up? Good job today, Elise. Good job today, Elise. Really appreciate that was I wish I was I was trying to get into the mix zone, but I couldn't get down there. But great, great job today. Great job today. <laughs> but it was really an exciting day here at the World Athletics Championships, Colin. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to look forward to as well tomorrow. And I think I want to what I really want to talk about before we get to the other things is the women's 800 meters. So I think that has the potential to really rock the house. Like yeah. most definitely we could see another U.S. sweep. Well, that would be the fifth U.S. sweep of the day. But either way, like it's going to be a super, super exciting race in that women's 800. Yeah, U.S. is showing up and showing out. And I think that this championship has definitely has an opportunity to do that. I mean, we've seen uh, what at the U.S. championships, a thing Mo and, uh, and uh, Wilson going at it. Uh, and then we also know Raven Rogers, you know, the hometown hero here. You know, she's the, the Oregon duck. You know, so we all have, we have three different kind of storylines there of, of these athletes that really want to you know put on a show when it comes to the u.s championship or comes to the world championship from the u.s uh i think that we're going to see some crazy time from a thing i mean she's been really locked in over the last two years she's now been full-time pro so no longer has those races from college on her legs i think we're going to see something crazy you want to see like a 155 or under under? why not let's go under let's let's it's you think you want to see like 154 tomorrow why not why not we're talking about we're talking about a thing 
Mo. True. Now, the only reason it's we wouldn't. Statement. So when I think about it, when, when I think about it, the only reason we may not see some crazy fast time is if she plans on doing the 4x4 and then wants to do just enough in the 800 so that she can also kill the 4x4. That would be the only reason we don't see something crazy fast. But I think we are. I don't think it's she's going to be focused on that 4x4. I think she's going to be focused on the 8. But I say that's the only reason we wouldn't see something insane. The only reason I say that because I don't know if... I feel like she can run 154, and I think she can run 154 this season. I just don't know if it will come tomorrow. I think it will come maybe in the Diamond League season going further out and everything like that. But I definitely see like a 155 just because like she has some things under her legs. But what I was talking to Aaron yesterday, too, is just the fact that like, I feel like a thing's going to really go for it tomorrow. Like these past two, like in these prelims and the semis, like she hasn't really went out there and like went for it like how she's been doing and when she was at the USA's like she ran those those rounds like she went out there each time and wasn't really like settling at all I feel like she's not gonna settle tomorrow and really go for it just how like Sydney went out in that 400 meter hurdles race and really like went for it I think we may see that same thing with the thing tomorrow and like really go for that eight I don't but I, I I'm just gonna say watch out for Ajay bro yeah. watch out for Ajay like I think she's gonna go right with the thing sit him out third fourth place and then, dang, the last 200 meters is going to be a trip. It's yeah. going to be a trip. I think this first 400 is going to really determine what kind of race and how close it's going to be. Because we know that uh, a thing Mo really enjoys front running and like being out front, taking the lead, pressing hard. It's funny, her and her boyfriend, uh, Brandon Miller, both like doing the same thing. Yeah. I guess it's something that... Uh, that's, that's, what they, that's what they learned in club track, bro. That's yeah. definitely what they learned in club track. <laughs> yeah, so I think if she's able to press early and you know get out and make it a difficult race to, to kind of come back from, then I think it's going to be just her ending up in a race just like Sid McLaughlin, where it's just her versus the clock. Yeah. But if we don't see her press and it's going to be close within that first hundred, that first 400 meters, I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, Wilson coming through with some really good times and, and really pressing her to, you know, uh, you know, potentially upset, maybe? I don't know. I mean... I think I think that may happen. And Keeley, we got to watch out for Keeley, Murray Mora as yeah. well. It's going to be exciting. But I think we got two guests trying trying to come through. Y'all trying to come on the podcast? Chat? Real quick. Talk, we just, talk, we yeah, just talking track, on. bro. We just talking running and everything like that. Just come on. Say your name, where you're from. You also get a free – you get some free Under Armour gear. You get a free shirt as well. Like, we ain't just yeah. going to give you one nothing. Sit, one can sit here. One, one sit there. This side and that side as well. Was oh, <laughs> oh, that Woods? <laughs> Yo, what's up, my man? <laughs> Where are you guys from? What's your name? Um, Bruce Sanders. We're uh, from Bend. Oh, you guys, this is your home country? Not home country, home state, home state. Heck yeah. 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 So what were you guys most excited to see? What, what most got you most excited uh, today from the World Athletics Championships? Man, you, you got to go with that four by one. The women winning it all was pretty awesome, especially with that super close finish. And mm -hmm. a couple of bad handoffs with the, with the men. Otherwise, it would have been a, a U.S. sweep. Yeah, most definitely. I think the same. And then for, for you over here, I want to ask you, instead of being most excited, just overall from the World Athletics Championships, what has inspired you? Like, what performance has inspired you the most? You feel me? Ah, uh, I got to go with uh, Noah Lyles. Oh, man, I just love everything about him. He's just a showman. You know, he's just dope, honestly, so fast. And that's coming from me. Last time, me and my friends went to a pre-classic. Yeah, yeah. And we got Aaron Knight in shoes. So like wow. I should be Aaron Knight fan, <laughs> yeah. but dude, after watching Noah Lyles, he's just dope. He's just awesome. I love watching that guy. Yeah. He's so sick, and watching him this World Championships at 200, what do you get the American record? Yeah. Everything about him is just dope. It's Did awesome. you have Arion winning the 200 here? I, I was, I had, I honestly had no idea. Like watching them in the prelims, I think they had like similar times. 
Uh, I think both of them were getting like 197s-ish. And um, from the semis, I don't know. I think it, um, Noah just looked like slightly stronger. But in previous races, I see Noah just like start mobbing towards like the last 50. And so, I don't know, I thought that would work in his favor, but when he came, uh, and when he came through strong in the first turn in the finals for the 200, I was like, oh, he's gone. He's definitely winning this. Yeah. So I, uh, overall, I had Noah winning uh, coming into the race, but yeah. Yeah, he knows how to put on a show, which is really great. Like, you see him, he's ripping off his uniform. He's dope. celebrating that like he's dope. having a good time. Like, I think that's the type of energy we need to see when it comes to track and field. Like, show your personality. Like, show, like, you're excited. Like, you're having a, a good time. Like, you know, like, talk to the crowd. Like, I loved everyone, every single, like, U.S. athletes, like, over here, like, hyping up the crowd, like, before they get the races started. Like, I think that's what we need to see more in track because when you're bringing out your personality, it makes it more fun for everybody. You know, yeah, I was going to sure. say, I think that's a, such a great point because um, – Look at Carson Warholm. He's not even American, but he's yeah. become a star here in this country just exactly. because of his personality. And he's just, of course, he's awesome, but the personality brings it home. Exactly. Yeah. And with you guys here, father-son duo, did you put him on to track and field? Like a very young age to be all like, this is a great sport. How did that, how did you guys' relationship with track and field really come to, well, not come to be, but yeah, well, yeah, come to be. Um, well, I ran in college. Um, I ran at Duke. And uh, yeah, so we've been running together all our, his life. And uh, and now, Max got kind of a story to tell about what he's going for right today. Well, today. yeah. Well, right now I'm not in the correct position to make Oregon, but I'm trying to. I got to get my 400 time down by like a second and a half. So I'm trying to walk on there next year, but we'll see how it goes, I guess. Nice man. Why Oregon? <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I just I just applied to Oregon. I I didn't have any other offers really, so I kind of just. You know, applied to Oregon for academics and stuff. But then me and my friend uh, Malcolm Boyd, we uh, we talked to the coach Henson, I think, and he told us that if we get our times down by like a second and a half, we'll have a spot on the team. So yeah, we're just we're just trying to run there. Be, That's dope, see. man. That's dope. Like live, keep living that 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 dream and turn that dream into reality. And especially like I think this is the great place to do it. My brother, who, who's not on here with us today, he was saying coming to the World Championships, like he really felt like. The things because we ran club track and we ran through high school, we ran through cross, we ran through college as well. But like seeing, like experiencing those, and we were at Nike Outdoor Nationals a couple weeks back. But like experiencing that, all of that really leads to this moment right here. And like when I was here at just the World Championships earlier this week, I was like, dang, bro, like I want to race. Like there's no way I could keep up with these guys, but like I want to <laughs> race so bad. Like it really motivates you yeah. to like get to the next level and like feed off that energy and like see like because everyone wants to be at the level everyone wants to be that way but like no one wants to put in those 10,000 hours that these people have put in in this stadium but like to just see them just shows that like it's possible like anybody can be on that level you know what I mean you know can I I offer an observation that I was talking to my son about when we were training we were talking about how all these guys are out here they've put in like you say thousands and thousands of hours and hundreds and hundreds of competition and they're still PRing yeah. Because mm. of the hype of this stadium and this event, it's incredible that after all of those performances, they're still running their best ever because of where they are. It's insane, really. Yeah. And what is it? Abby Steiner said she ran like 50 races this year. Like Trevor 55. Bassett. She ran 55. <laughs> Trevor year. Bassett yeah. ran like 44 <laughs> times this year, and they're still like PRing, performing at the highest level at the end of the season. Like it's it's possible. It's it's definitely possible. Yeah, it's uh it's it's been amazing seeing how these college athletes have been able to you know 
step up, you know, in, in one of the toughest situations. I mean, and then, you know, you had, like you mentioned, you have Trevor Bassett, you had Abby Steiner. I mean, he came in fourth, but champion Allison, you know, you, you, oh no, fifth, something like that. But he, he got into the final, uh, champion Allison, the, the college guy. So, I mean, there's Joseph Amboulay, four. I mean, there, there's so yeah. many athletes you can go down of people that made the final were able to do damage, even though they've ha they have, you know, Ton, tons of races on, under their legs. Uh, it, it just goes to show how special uh, Eugene is and, and can bring the best out in you. And before we, I let you guys go, I want to know, tomorrow we got the women's 100-meter hurdles, we got the women's 8, the men's 5K, the women's long jump, men's pole vault, then obviously the 4x4s. What events are you guys most excited to see? 100% 4x4. 4x4. Just the hype of it. I don't know. Normally, for... For most events, 4x4 is like the last event, and sometimes it'll just come down to it, you know, regarding like teams winning, so yeah, definitely yeah. the 4x4. Awesome. Same. It's, it's our event. I mean, we're both 400-meter guys, and uh, I don't know. There's just nothing cooler than the 4x4, men, women, whatever. It's, it's awesome. It's the last event. It's the most hype event. It's hard not to just, not just be totally stoked about the 4x4. Yeah, we appreciate you guys coming through, though. And what was your name again, bro? Max. Max, Max Anders. Max, Max Netters? Max Anders. Anders. Max Anders, bro. I'm going to be looking out for you, You're going to see him All next right. year. I'm going to be looking yeah. out for you next yeah. year, bro, for sure, man. I'm going to be looking out for you. We appreciate you guys coming through. We Thanks also got some shirts for you as well. Uh, two Black Runners. That's our podcast right here, bro. That is awesome. Thank you, guys. Come on, say less. Thank you. And then some Under Armour. That Under Armour headband right Outstanding. there. Outstanding. Oh, thank you. Hey, no thanks problem, so much, man. you guys. No problem. No problem. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Enjoy nice the rest of the world, champs. See you guys later. I see you. <laughs> have a good one. But we really do. Uh, it's, it's been a great time out here, Colin. It's been a great time. Yeah, this has been this has been really cool. I mean, just doing this show, this first time being here, doing it live, just seeing the people that are coming out of the championships, offering their, you know, you know, ideas, their insight on what they just saw and everything. Like, that's something that I think is, is really, really cool. And just see, being here for the first time myself, like Eugene, this is the first time I've been here. I know yeah. you've been here a few times. The atmosphere is amazing. It's unlike any other one. Will I say it's better than Penn Relays? Say it. Yes, it is. Bro. Man, I'm, a, I'm, I'm biased. I'm a, I'm a, I got the Philly bias, so I can't, I can't take myself to say that yet. But it's, da it's dang good. It's dang good. And uh, yeah, th this has been an awesome experience. Well, yeah, before I get you out of here, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be dumb if I didn't ask you this question, bro. Yeah. The men's pole vault tomorrow. Like, is Mondo about to break another world record? Is Christopher Nielsen going to compete with Mondo? Like, what's gonna, what's gonna? Lava, wasn't Lalavine like really struggling too to get that through that qualification? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of storylines there. When we had this dude, what, what's my man's name? I'm almost gonna about to call, about to call him uh, Kodak, but his name's definitely not Kodak. The dude from Germany with, with a do rag, with the do with the do rag on, competing. My man from Yo. Germany, bro. Like, is he about to win? Yo, all right. So what's going down? So it's a race for second place. Like Mondo Duplantis is winning. It's like this is he's he's on the level of Ryan Krauser, Sidney McLaughlin. You know he's on the level of those guys where it's like you just like you win when you come in, you step your foot on the track, you win. Like it doesn't matter rain, sleet, hail, great weather. He's coming in. He's gonna do his thing. Uh, and so I I would say. Watch out for a world record. We need to be on world record watch when it comes to the men's pole vault because Mondo, he goes out and he, he does it every time. He does yeah. it every time. And he's miles above the bar every single time he jumps. It's not like he's just barely squealing over it. Even he's when he misses. He's, he's Even when he misses, he's, he's going over by a lot. And so I'm, I'm got, I got him winning. Uh, like you said, yeah. But Bakanda, 
Lita Bray or Bree. I'm terrible with names, but him, he comes in with the do rag. He he just barely got into it. I'm glad that he got into the he got into the championship. He's gonna be fun to watch. Like there's not many black pole vaulters to begin with. Yeah. Like being a black vaulter, I think I competed against two in my entire career. That's crazy. High school and college. Like it just doesn't happen. That's wild. And so whenever you see uh, you know, someone that's black and in, in vaulting, I always I'm always rooting for him because there's not many of us. Uh, but it's it should be a championship to watch the men's pole vault. He has a do rag on. The wave's got to be spinning. You can't mess up the wave, not even in competition. But I gotta ask you too. Like, it's gonna be hot tomorrow. I think the high is gonna be 92. Is mm. that advantage for the pole vault, or is it disadvantage, or does it really even matter? Yeah. So uh, it 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 depends. For many of them, it's probably gonna be all right as long as it's not like triple digits. You should yeah. be good because it's gonna allow you to be loose. Same thing with the sprinting, mm. where you want it to be, you want to stay loose. The problem is though, because while you'll be able to be loose in those beginning you know events it's going to be really hot so it's going to drain your energy yeah. so they got to make sure they're having water uh, hydrating staying under that little like you know the little awning so it's not going to be too hot if they can do that we're going to see some great uh, some great performances because they're this this group is going to be amazing i would say be on american record watch for chris nielsen mm, uh, i, like I, I want to see him go jump 607 that's a possibility for him uh, he looked really good in prelims uh, but to beat mondo is going to be you're going to need a miracle to do that that he's just insane hey hayward magic hayward magic Hayward magic you're right you never know yeah. you never know but hayward magic could also work in mondo's <laughs> exactly <too>. exactly <laughs> they both, the magic goes two ways it's gonna be interesting but we appreciate you calling jumping in subbing in for aaron bro this of has course. definitely been a great podcast some deep conversations some fun conversations and really we're just talking track bro uh thank you guys for joining us on 42 black runners podcast our last one here at the under armor mission run house it definitely has been a pleasure and um, yeah, that's all I got. See y'all next year. Budapest? Budapest? Wild. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all.